Hi everyone, this is Fernando, your host of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Today, I wanted to cover an essay subject attack review for community property specifically. And if, like I mentioned before, uh, when you want to go in and try to understand a particular subject, it's really important that you know the big picture, right? What is the bird's eye view of this particular subject? And I'm going to go ahead and give you the lay of the land, right? But it's ultimately up to you to remember and memorize the rules that you are provided by applying different strategies, right, in relation to memorization. And I talk a lot about them, you know, they can include things like, you know, uh, teaching them to somebody else, uh, writing them down over and over again, and really just taking time to understand what the rule is trying to accomplish, right? Those are just some examples. So for community property, it's just a matter of first understanding what the basic presumptions are. Is your state a community property state or not, right? And if it is, then one of the things that you mention as you start to write your essay is, you know, all property acquired during marriage is presumed to be a community, is community property. That, those are, that's in uh, community property states, right? So all property acquired before marriage and after permanent separation is presumed to be separate property. In addition, any property acquired by gift, device, or bequest is presumed to be separate property. And in relation to tracing one of the assets that we are examining, in order to determine the character of any asset, courts will trace back the source of the funds used to acquire the asset. Okay, so what is all of this relating to? Basically, what you want to know, uh, community property really comes into play most of the time when a party, when two parties separate. They've been married and they no longer want to be together. And now you're trying to figure out, okay, you want to divorce, who's going to get what? And in order to determine that, you have to examine when the particular property was acquired. Was it during the marriage or not, right? Um, was it before? If it was before, were there any changes in terms of the character of how that property was used? Did it benefit the community in any way? Or did the community benefit the separate property of somebody um, of one of the parties that is getting divorced. Okay, so those are just some background basic presumptions that you have to know. And then you have to just understand what the definitions are of community property. So basically community property, that's all the assets acquired during marriage are presumptively community property, right? The burden of proof is on the contending party who is wanting to argue that no, that particular asset should be separate property and it should all belong to me, right? Now, in terms of uh, separate property, right, that typically is property owned before marriage, which is also acquired by gift, bequest, or descent. And it could be also income, right, from just completely separate property. The third main issue are, okay, are there any, what are the main global issues under which community property and separate property are going to come into play. So as I mentioned, divorce is one, death is another, and then also, um, you know, you, you have to be under, you have to understand how each of these end up affecting, right, a particular asset. So, um, you know, at, at divorce, the community assets are equally divided in kind unless some special rule requires deviation from the equal division requirement, right? And at death, the decedent can leave all of his separate property and one half of the community property, right, to um, to his partner, 
All right, so it just all depends on what's included in a will or not and who is asking for what property. The fourth main issue is um, in order to analyze a community property essay, you have to separate each item property, each item of property, right? So isolate each asset that's acquired by each of the spouses and then isolate any liabilities incurred by each of the spouses, right? And then the fifth main section, this is where the real uh, analysis begins, right? You have to look at the source, then you have to determine whether there's any presumptions that apply in relation to whether it's community property or separate property. And then you have to examine were there any actions taken that would change that presumption that affects that particular asset, okay? And so there's a whole slew of different things that um are impacted and a whole different slew of assets you know everything from retirement and pension benefits to severance based stock stock options life insurance policies commingled funds all sorts of different things right so you have to just go in and understand how each of these different uh, sources each of these different assets uh should be analyzed in the context of uh, a community property essay Right. And each one has its own rule. That is the section that that, you know, tends to require the most energy in terms of memorization. And then uh, the the seventh and eighth sections deal with uh, preemption. You know, is there any federal law that preempts uh, the particular state law that may or may not apply? Like, for example, uh, military life insurance benefits, U.S. saving bonds, things like that. Right. And then the last one is marriage like relationships. Okay, so if you have a marriage and then they divorce, okay, we have an idea of how that works. But what about if it's a common law marriage or what about if it's a a putative spouse, you know, um, or an unmarried cohabitant, someone that's been living together, but they're not married? How are we going to treat them? You know, how are we going to to treat the assets when they separate, basically? Right. So. Those are just the, the main global sections that you have to keep an eye out for. And I want to make sure that I provide you with this big picture review of them so that when you go into it and start memorizing the rules, you have an understanding that, oh, okay, this is what Fernando was talking about, right? This is the the analysis of what that I have to do. I have to separate, separate out and isolate each asset and potential liability because the essays as you will note, they don't just talk about, they don't just ask you to determine like, oh, how is this asset going to be divided? Sometimes they'll say there's this much in debt. How is that going to be treated? Right? So you got to get sharp on that. And then you have to determine, okay, so uh, any presumptions, and then were there any actions that change the character of that property? And then you end up uh, wrapping up by talking about who's going to get what. Okay. All right, well, wishing you continued success and good luck. And as always, if you want to get access to the attack outline that I base all this information on, definitely go into barexamgameplan.info and get get the bar exam game plan program. You know, you're going to get your copy through it and it has everything that you need to be able to memorize this and any other area of law that I've uh, discussed on the podcast, okay? All right, take care and look forward to catching you at the next episode. Bye. 
This episode is brought to you in part by Juno, the collective bargaining group here to get you the best rates on your student loans. To learn more, go to barexamgameplan.info and click on the Juno logo.